Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome back to the Bill Kasky Podcast. This week, we are going to speak about high achievers. Those are the people who you might be one and you might not be one. And there's no shame if you aren't. But this is going to be speaking to those people who are in the $200,000-ish range and above, either an entrepreneur, a business owner, a VP of sales, or a sales professional, and primarily someone who has upside potential in that income. So we're just speaking to the elitist achievers. Now, if you're not in that income range, that's cool. You can still listen. We'll never know. I will never, ever know. But the topics today deal with that group. I might even make this a two or three part series because I have so much to get to. And here's where this topic came from. I have quite a few people in one of my small group coaching programs we call the 2X group who are in that income range. They're at higher levels of income. And what I have found is that those folks have a slightly different view of what's possible in the world. They have accumulated some assets. They have some money to invest in themselves. They have some money to invest in their business. Uh, I was watching a guy named Benjamin Hardy the other day who's uh, written several books on psychology of personality. And he said that, you know, we have to keep re-envisioning ourselves every few years because we learn things, we have experience, we get wisdom, we get financial wherewithal. But if we say, well, I set my vision 10 years ago and we haven't changed it, then the person we are today is is capable of so much more or so much different. And by more, I'm not talking about working harder either. I'm talking about reaping the rewards from that knowledge and from that wisdom. So I have found that the highest achievers, people in the top two or 3% range of income earners, uh, have different needs, have different things they want to work on. They aren't looking, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy, they're not looking at shelter as a big foundational need for them. They've got that checked off. They're not looking for uh, belonging. You know what? Kind of have that checked off. Got good families, got good work situations, got good clients that they're also friends with. As we get higher in Maslow's hierarchy, though, self-actualization, self-esteem, what's possible, visioning, all those things they do need help with. So that's the purpose of today's episode is to introduce you to some of these things. Now, you're saying, well, where is this going? I feel like this is going somewhere, Bill. Well, it might be. I don't know. Uh, I am giving some thought to spinning up a group of eight to 10 high achievers, and I don't know yet if there's interest. I think there might be, but I don't know. So here's what I would ask you to do. Listen to this podcast today. In the show notes is my website, BillKasky.com. At the top of that, there is an orange bar. I'm colorblind. Travis told me it was orange, so I'm going with that. So if it's not orange, you've got a bone to pick with him. 
click on that and there will be a wait list for you. And we'll let you know if it opens up, how much it is, when it is, how it is, what's going to be covered. But just get on the wait list. And I'll send you a couple of valuable emails too. some other things follow up to this. So BillCaskey.com, orange bar at the top, jump on the wait list if you, but you have to earn $200,000-ish a year to get in this program. So if you're a $30,000 person, cool, not for you. You know, there are several traps that high achievers fall into. And uh, I don't think this is just high achievers, it's everyone. But uh, there's the ambition trap where it's never enough. I've got an appetite for more, and I've just got to work harder. And, and I'm, you know, I'm doing well, but man, there's so much more I could be doing. And that's that trap. And, and at some point, you lose sight of what's important because you're always striving for the next hill to go take. Two is the imposter trap. And the imposter trap is the feeling of fraud. It's those deep inadequacies. I have a little bit of this, or a lot of it. I'm not sure, but I know I struggle with this. Um, where it shows up for me is I will come up with an idea uh, of a product similar to look, just a high achievers product, product. And it used to be that I would talk myself out of it just as quickly as I talked myself into it. And that's really the imposter trap. And so I, you know what? I could do this and I could do that and we could do this and we could do a show and LinkedIn video and have a website. And then at some point you say, ah, it's not really me. That's not really for me. That's the imposter trap. It's the imposter syndrome. You're saying, this is a great idea, but then you're talking yourself out of it. Third trap is the comparison trap where it's, I've always heard the term contrast, but don't compare. It's hard not to. It's hard not to compare ourselves to others, uh, to what we envision. It's not just others. It's what we envision for ourselves. You know, by this time in my life, I thought I would be X and I'm not. And that's a trap you get into. And then finally, there's that perfection trap which is uh, perfect is my line in the sand and anything less than that is not good enough. And it is a constant reminder when I see putting something out there and there's a mistake made in the copy or, you know, God, why didn't I think of that? I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have. And that's that perfection trap. And those are traps we can't fall into, but we do. So, Here's what I find is going on inside the mind of the high achievers. Number one, they want to continue to grow their numbers, but they don't want to burn themselves out. The idea of going from 200 grand to 700 grand, if I have to work 40 more hours a week, eh, no, not going to happen. Don't want to do it. And you shouldn't do it. There are ways today to get you to that $700,000 mark without burning yourself out. Another thing that I hear from high achievers is I don't really feel like I'm leveraging my talents and skills. Uh, I don't feel like I'm doing enough of the things I'm really good at, what I would call the zone of genius or the high pay activity. Uh, Zone of genius was a term, I think it was Gay Hendricks in a book called The Big Leap. He talks about, you have things and I have things that we're just naturally freaking good at, but we only spend an hour or two a week in those things. And it's like, wait a minute. Why are we spending 20 hours a week doing things we're not good at or not uh, get, don't get paid for? And then that sacrifices the time in our zone of genius. And I think a lot of people feel like, you know, am I really leveraging my, my God-given talents and my man-acquired talents along the way? Here's another concern. You know, I feel like I'm proud of what I've done, 
earning good income, have a good stable job. I know some people don't. I'm thankful and blessed and grateful for that. But is this all there is to it? I just keep doing the same thing and it's like Groundhog's Day. It's just the same thing day in, day out. And I'm trying to infuse myself with adventure and for other things. But sometimes I feel like if this is just all there is, and I know we've heard that saying a long time, but I feel like high achievers have that because they operate on a different plane in a different perspective. I don't feel like I've built my personal brand well enough. And this goes for almost all high achievers. Uh, there's a certain amount of, of reluctance to build a brand once you get to a place where you deserve to build a brand, it's almost like it has the opposite effect. We're reluctant to do it because we say, well, you know what? Why would I build a brand, Bill? I'm doing fine. I'm reaching out to people, going to networking events. You know, everything's going pretty well. Pulling in my 250 a year. Why would I want to go down another path? My reaction to that is, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to tell your stories, tell the stories of prospects and clients, tell your stories of how you've helped people, tell stories of how people have come to you in bad shape and you've, through your wisdom and talent, have really helped them transform their lives or improve their, their business results or outcomes. Why wouldn't you? Why would you keep that from the general public? Why would you keep that from your audience? So I kind of take the opposite approach is it building your brand is not always about making more money. It might be, I think actually, usually it is. It's really about how are you going to give back? How are you going to take the experience you have and send it back out to the world, send it back out to the market? And one other thing I hear, it's not, this is not an exhaustive list, but I hear this idea of accountability. You know, whenever I start a group, a small group coaching program as we do, I always ask, what's one thing you want to get out of this group? Almost always, it's really, it's really bizarre in a way, almost always it's the highest achievers who say accountability. And I think it comes from the high achievers' knowledge that that's exactly what's going to get him or her to the next level. It's accountability. And yet we're so reluctant to ask for it from our managers when a guy like me comes along and does a small group mastermind program that's where people want to go especially the high achievers so i think accountability is huge uh, i've got a couple of clients in the 2x group that i offer extra accountability sessions to it's transformed their business because every week we chat only 10 or 15 minutes and it really helps them when they're thinking about putting something off they know they can't because they know i'm going to ask them about it and they do it, and guess what? Doing it works. So here are a handful of things, and I've got about nine or ten things that I think the high achievers really need, need access to, but I'm going to share with you a handful today, and then maybe we'll come back next week and talk more. Number one, and I, I have this in a, in a pie chart, and so each one of these sections, one section might be 25% of the part, pie chart, one might be uh, less, depending upon the importance of each one. But this one is really important. I'm not sure what percent to give it. But what is your vision? What is your ideal outcome for, I don't know, one, two, five years down the road? Do you have built, constructed a, a vision of where you want your life to be? Your financial life, your business life, your relationship life? We've got lots of different lives, nine lives probably. But where are you going? 
high achievers need this. They must have this and they must start thinking about it differently than just assets, just financial, because there's more to life than that. That's one part of life, but there's more to it. Second thing is, what are the required mindsets that you're going to need to adopt or embrace if you're going to level your business up? What kind of mindsets do you need? How do you look at the world? How do you look at your value? How do you look at your customers? How do you look at your role in the customer's life? Those are all mindset issues. If you get the mindset stuff right, everything else falls from there. It trickles down from there, trickles up. But get your mind right, everything else follows. So mindset is an important part of this. So we got vision and mindset. Number three, I think it's important to pay attention to limiting beliefs. And we hear a lot about limiting beliefs. We don't hear much about how to unlimit them. Uh, I think the first step is you just have to get clear on what you believe about yourself. And that's not easy. It's not easy. You need Sometimes you need another human being there or human beings to help shine the light on what your current beliefs are. One way to look at your current beliefs is just what are your results? Because it's almost impossible for you to believe something different than your results are getting you. So if you're a $200,000 a year person and you say, I'm a $500,000 a year person masquerading as a $200,000, no, you're really not. Your beliefs are you're a $200,000 a year person. If you thought you were a $500,000 a year person, you'd be make, earning $500,000. That's not always the case, but generally your beliefs are congruent with your results. So if you want to go from 200 to 500, you've got to check out those beliefs that might limit, might limit you from getting there. Here's the fourth thing, and then I'll, I'll pause and we'll do the others later. Why are you here? Why are you on this planet? What's your purpose? What are you here to do? Alignment of purpose is critical because it's the fire that will be released and the energy will be released once you decide what it is and land on what it is. So my purpose in life that I've just kind of come up with here over the last couple of years is my purpose is to use my experiences, my talent to share with the world so people can expand what's possible for them. So my purpose is not to not to have everybody be at a top level achiever. That's not my purpose. My purpose is to take what I'm learning, share it, share it in a way that people can consume it, like we're doing on this podcast is one good example, so that people can expand what's possible for them. And so everything that I do needs to be focused on that purpose, whether it's a fee-based program or a free video on LinkedIn. I always believe that that is focused on and aligned with my purpose. So what is your purpose? No, this is not the special purpose like Steve Martin had in The Jerk, although I always think of that whenever I hear the word purpose. Travis, you can cut that out or leave it in as you will. But it's why are you here? And are you incorporating and aligning what you do in your business to why you're here? If they're two totally different things, and by the way, you're not here to earn money, that's not a purpose. It might be an output of the purpose, but that's not the purpose. If you can get clear on this, it will unleash energy in your world. So if you like this topic, uh, we're going to go through this uh, a little bit deeper next week. If you like the overall topic, though, 
and, and might consider being a part of a group if we do decide to assemble one, go to BillKasky.com. Orange bar at the top will say something like High Achiever. Just click on it, put your uh, name and email address. There also might be a question there, too, that I ask you about what you might want included if you decided ever to do something like this. I have no pricing. I have no. I have nothing right now other than I know I've got a handful of people who want to do this, and so I'm opening it up to my podcast listeners just to get on the wait list. So hopefully that helps. Love you guys. Appreciate you. If you want to leave a review on iTunes, I would love that. Thank you. Bye.